putting together a team. A team of the craziest white boys in podcasting. The plan? To break into the internet and drip our sweet, lyrical honey into the ears (laughs) of millions of listeners so that they'll subscribe to our Patreon. Mm. And it's going to go down without a hitch. I'm Dave Matista. I'm Zombaby2, New Vegas, Ben Sheets. <laughs> hey, it's your boy, Broshans11 here. <laughs> How's it going? For real, though, it's uh, Cleveland Mosher. Good to see you. Well, on this episode, we have a double guest extravaganza that we're very excited about. Oh, yeah. Uh, first, returning to the podcast after almost two years of absence, founding father of the show, it's our boy, Eugene Lundin. He's back. Hello, hello. It's wonderful to be back. I am very excited for our episode today. And joining us for the first time is our buddy, Sam Simon, honorary pod boy. Welcome, Sam. The biggest honor that could ever be bestowed upon me, truly. Well, we're excited to have you. Indeed. And we're excited for this episode, because tonight we're talking about a brand new film, the long-anticipated Army of the Dead, written and directed by Zack Snyder and starring a whole ensemble cast of people <laughs> um, <laughs> and dave batista and dave as well. batista <laughs> and dave batista uh probably most importantly and i just want to start out this episode saying that uh i personally and i i thank my two co-hosts as well but we we come into this episode humbly with egg on our faces hats in hand uh we enjoyed a Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> we did it. Yeah, I, I didn't think this day would ever, ever, ever be here. I was so fucking loath to watch this film. Yeah, well, I mean, we've talked about the lead-up to this movie for, like, a year now. You know, there's been a lot of talk about the sort of fraught production, having to digitally replace Chris D'Elia with Tig Notaro, you I know. Mean, that's, a, that's a lot of no's. How it was, how it was a, yeah, a return to Zack Snyder's roots, with his Dawn of the Dead remake, which, you know, is not a very good movie. I uh, mean... I, ben, ben enjoys it. his second yeah. best movie it's to his second uh, best this movie. one. <laughs> the lowest bar. But, uh, yeah, I think we all went into this with pretty uh, rock-bottom expectations and a lot of general disdain for the, the films of Zack Snyder in the past. But, god damn it, I really liked this movie. <laughs> I really liked this movie a lot. I would go so far as to say that I think I loved this movie. Adored it, even. Uh, oh, oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I have some caveats, but but overall, yeah, like, fucking great. And uh, I, I think that this movie has been pretty contentious so far. I've seen people online who have both loved and hated it. But I'm really curious about Eugene and Sam's thoughts because uh, Ben and Cleve and I have had a little time to talk about it in general. But uh, what did you guys think? How did this strike you? Especially Eugene as our uh, resident zombie expert. Yes, well, I have been uh, I have been a fan of zombies since the first day I ever saw Night of the Living Dead. I was super pumped for this film. As much as I was anticipating the lowest sort of, I mean, I was just expecting it to be bad, but 
I think it's probably the best movie Zack Snyder's done in like ten years. So I can say that. Yeah, I can say that it's probably the best thing he's done since like three hundred. But (laughs) I I think that's the problem with expectations because even though uh, my expectations were super low. I can't say that it was still really met. I was I I found myself to be very underwhelmed by the whole movie. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I would love to see it or, or back and forth, but yeah, I, I I have some bones to pick with this film. Good, honestly, I'm glad because I have a lot to gush about. So I'm I'm glad to have the alternate perspective. Damn, we're just picking and gushing on this episode. What, uh, what about you, Sam? <laughs> what did you think of this? Yeah, thing? so uh, when you texted us yesterday, Matisse, and you were like, I was very pleasantly surprised by this movie it was like oh is he saying he was very pleasantly surprised at how much he didn't like it like we were we, we were we were speculating um i don't think i'm quite as harsh on it as eugene um i fall i think very middle of the road on it, uh, it i thought it was enjoyable in spurts i thought it was just padded i thought there was a lot of padding in this movie overall it was for me. It was. I, I'm just coming off seeing Day of the Dead at Eugene's recommendation mm. not that long mm-hmm. ago. So I was kind of in that in that mindset of what I like for a zombie movie. I think the action was well choreographed. There was some stuff about the cinematography I didn't like very much. I think Zack Snyder might have had a little bit too free, too much free reign from a creative standpoint. Like, what was he? Director, writer, producer, director, and cinematographer. Yeah, he was DP yeah, on this he, too. <laughs> Which he is did wild. everything. So hey, I think we're going to have a lot to talk about because I think we're coming for, at this from uh, very different ends of the spectrum here. Although yeah. I, I do think I fall a little more middle of the road than Eugene. Yeah. And this movie is like quintessential <laughs> dumb guy movie to its yeah. core. Yes. Which but is very Zack Snyder. Way, but in Agreed. the best way. Mm-hmm. Like for me, this took all of the dumb shit that I've hated about Zack Snyder's past work and sort of like acknowledging how dumb it is and saying, you know what? That's okay. We're not here trying to be smart. Yeah, yeah don't it, think it, about it too. Because I really I, stripped away like the, the edge and the pretension. Yeah, because I, I think the problem with like his DC movies, and this is, Ugh, I, I will say, I've not seen any of the, those movies in full. So what I'm saying is not necessarily coming from personal experience, but from what I've gathered is like they're extremely self-serious they're dark and gritty and he has this like weird fascination with superheroes and like this weird envisionment of them as as gods that he like really tries to hammer home in those movies and it's just like they're so fucking dreary and terrible and that's how I feel about like Watchmen and shit and this was just like this did not feel pretentious to me at all. This felt like a like a dumb guy zombie movie that was given the budget of like a Marvel film, which I'm astounded that it got made. And frankly, I'll just say it now, and it's fine if uh, you guys disagree with me. In fact, I welcome it. But I would go so far as to say I think Army of the Dead is a work of auteurist genius. Whoa! Wow. I've got some caveats. Uh, yeah, you were probably the hottest on it um, once we finished it. So, so I I agree with all of that praise. Just, just uh, the only thing I I, I I wouldn't use that specific language. 
um, after learning a couple of things. There are some shots and sequences in the film that are almost direct rips from Aliens. Like, this is a very Aliens-inspired movie. Outsiders and Dumb Aliens Guys. Is when, a I, when, I say, when I say that it's a work of auteurist genius, the caveat of that is still that the auteur genius is a dumb guy. Yeah, so, it's, it's <laughs> vulgar yeah. auteur. Idiot savant. Yeah, 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 is, yeah. I think the, yeah. 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 Are, are you saying it's a cinematic tour de force? Are you, are you, <laughs> you know what? Yes, that is what I'm saying. It's a cinematic tour de force. It's Zack Snyder's magnum opus. Uh, and I think we might have misjudged him. I think he... Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I, I, no, I, I wouldn't go that far either. Like, his, all of his previous work still exists and still sucks. Yeah, let, let's... Um, and I wouldn't put it past him to, to not learn all any of the right lessons off of this one either. I'm expecting and just do this, another dime. I'm expecting this to be lightning in a bottle. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I, I will say that I'm not going forward into future Zack Snyder movies with the expectation that they're going to be as great as this one. Um, but I do think that maybe I'll go into future Zack Snyder movies slightly less cynical. Mm-hmm. I think that it has succeeded in that regard. And what I'll say is, uh, Eugene, Eugene made a great point a little earlier about like what you would want out of a zombie movie and this not having it in a couple of ways. And I would, I would say that. My personal ideal zombie movie would probably be like the original Dawn of the Dead, you know, where it gets into like the the meticulous details of the mall and all of that stuff. But zombies are such a like it's such a broad genre and there's a lot of things you can paint with that brush. There's a lot of different kinds of commentary you can put onto zombies, whether it's otherness or capitalism or just a dumb excuse to shoot monsters, which I guess is otherism. But like there are a lot of neat things you can do with it. And here... Dumb action guy is a fun thing you can do with it, and that I think it's succeeded and a heist. In every way. Well, like, I'm, a, I'm heist, such a sucker for yes. heist movies that this is automatically more interesting because it has the through line of, oh hey, let's steal from the bank vault. Even though, like, when you think about that plot premise, oh, it so really dumb. doesn't make any sense. No. Like, the guy who owns the vault asks them to break in, even though he would probably have the code to the vault. Yes. And, like, they're... It's like yeah. $300 million <laughs> that they're trying to carry in this tiny, broken-down helicopter. Like, well, like, there are so many plot points that just don't make any sense and don't work, because that's, spoiler alert, like, not even his plan. No, it's a... That, the, the heist is a, is a guise uh, for the what person his plan is. that he needed to, to execute his actual plan came along via circumstance. Correct. <laughs> Yes. So he couldn't have planned this, but it was his plan. It doesn't make any sense. And I love that. Like, I I think it's great. It's so stupid and it's really fun. I mean, why did they need the guys of a heist in the first place? They didn't. They absolutely didn't for our entertainment. And that's enough because you know what? They're nuking it on the 4th of July. Why? Because the president said that would be cool. It's pretty cool when you think about it. Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) And, And in that regard... They're right. They are right. Yeah. It is pretty can, cool when you think can, about it. Uh, let's let's give a little a little broader context uh, for our listeners who haven't seen the movie yet. The premise is that there is a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas. The military has managed to seal off the city to prevent the the outbreak from spreading to the rest of the world. It's a very contained apocalypse, and they are planning to just nuke the city on the Fourth of July because America, fuck yeah. 
and uh, one of the casino owners hires Dave Batista and his Ocean's Eleven crew to break into the the vault at his casino and heist away uh, $200 million or something like that. It is such a, a stupid premise, but also, like, so brilliant because of how dumb it is. Because, like... I think, and, and Eugene, feel free to disagree with me because, like, I know that you probably have seen more zombie films than anybody here, but, like, the zombie genre has been fucking tired for at least the last ten years in terms of, like, premises. It's all pretty much the same. And to take something like this and say, what if we do Ocean's Eleven, but it's also during the zombie apocalypse? I just love that idea, and it just feels so interesting compared to the landscape of zombie shit from you know the last decade or two well i i think that the heist part of him i was very interested by that aspect it sort of gave it an edge that was more than just yeah trying to infiltrate a zombie infested area or to save somebody but the heist aspect of it and sort of to a it's by design that it doesn't end up having much of an impact because then the story just extends off into other i mean when the heist actually happens i mean that is i i think the biggest problem that this film has is is pacing and i found myself just horribly bored for most of the film when there were spurts of action it was great there was something going on and the action was done pretty well but when it came time to actually setting anything up for the story, I felt it was just so poorly executed. This is like the most expensive sci-fi movie ever made that wasn't on the sci-fi channel. It just <laughs> has that level of, of, of writing the characters behind it. Just every moment I heard someone speak, it's just like I, I was just counting the seconds, just oh waiting for – for something else to happen. I, I'd love some and, examples. Like, uh, what are what are some yeah. sequences that, like, you felt like were really, like, obnoxious or, or polite? Because, like, I, I personally found, like, myself laughing at I most thought it was of the pretty gags. Fun. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, probably, but I'd, I'd be curious. I'd be curious about that. Well, uh, I thought, you know, having a heist uh, a crew together like that, there would be some sort of chemistry between the characters. I mean, besides maybe the save cracker. And the um, uh, uh, Vandero, um, the guy with like the saw blade, the psychiatry it's master's like, guy who was helping old people in the pool. Yeah, right. Yeah, the guy who has a master's in philosophy for yeah. some reason. It's like <laughs> such a small detail; it doesn't even matter. But then when he starts spouting off this nonsense about like, oh, we are in like an infinite loop, it's like, oh, I don't care. That was one of the weirder parts of the movie, yeah. but I thought it was pretty funny. It actually and it's I like it was pretty this, amusing. The, the reactions from the, the, the Austrian like the safe uh, cracker, safe cracker yeah. were, were, were pretty funny. Like the interesting to talk about this is at the beginning they seem to like set up the philosophy of Masters as like a big part of his personality and then it's only touched upon like two more times in the entire movie. Once inside the actual pre-safe room and then you know once more at the end kind of before the big franchise setup scene. It's just, um, a, it's felt like the very lazy, simple characterization of people. Sure, they're not supposed to be complex, but there is nothing that is truly explored within them. Anything that I felt was actually fun about these characters. When they showed the uh, Guzman, 
uh, the YouTuber guy. Guzman of the Dead 420. I was I was very excited about that because I thought this is a good take on some obnoxious YouTuber personality douchebag putting himself in a situation that he was wholly unprepared for. And then they do nothing with it. He just becomes the same as everyone else, just a just a muscle man. Yeah, they're all death can, machines. They yeah, he doesn't do shot. enough trick shots. It, I will say, I was yeah. hoping for more <laughs> trick shots. I, I, like I want him walking around with selfie sticks. I want him using like Snapchat filters on the zombies. If he's going to be <laughs> the obnoxious that character, right. like yeah. I, I, I want it to be fully that. obnoxious. Otherwise, yeah. it's just. It's nothing to me. It's just as flat as everyone else. Something I've, something I've noticed is that I think all of the things you guys love are kind of things that me and Eugene got a little hung up on, which is uh, an interesting contrast. I didn't think the movie was ever boring at all. I thought no, me either. It, I, I thought it had pacing issues, um, but I was never bored by it like Eugene. I just would never really say I was thoroughly engaged unless there was something big happening on the screen like and a lot of the i guess you could call them plot holes i thought were i don't know if inexcusable is the right word but and i don't know if we can even talk about this yet but there's a part at the very beginning when they first go inside the walls where they could have just done something immediately and the whole movie would have been over i felt like there were a lot of actions that uh, were put in place that that Zack Snyder put in there just to pad out the runtime the only reason i'm not going into more details is because I don't know if it's time for that yet, but that's pretty much where I stand. I just yeah, thought... I mean, like, it's kind of scattered and that they bring up so many concepts and half of the time they don't do anything with them, right? Like, <laughs> like you were mentioning, when they first come in the city boundaries, there's all those, like, decaying corpses of zombies and they're like oh yeah when it rains they uh they come, come back, back to, to life. life i was disappointed that we that it didn't rain and we didn't get the yeah the shamblers uh, coming back not to even life. that something they could have done with the queen like right then and there that would have just solved every single issue i think they would have had but then like at that point the the coyote wasn't in on anything with um again i i, I don't <laughs> i don't know how much i can say at this point are we are we past spoilers or I say, like, we've, I... we've set up our, our individual opinions on the movie at this point? Like, why don't we go ahead? Why don't we go ahead and just jump okay. into spoilers? Uh, yeah, sure. Not, listeners, be warned. I personally, I'd recommend it. I would recommend I, it. I would highly recommend I would, it. If that wasn't yeah. clear, um, if that wasn't clear already, I would but, recommend watching this one. But but uh, according to our, our guests' opinions as well, like uh, maybe not. So if you want to find out where you lie. On on this this wonderful spectrum we've created, it is an investment. It's like two and a half hours of your time. Yes. Um, personally, no. I thought it flew by. Uh, yeah, uh, I did not think it felt like two and a half same. hours. But your mileage may vary, so be warned in that respect. Spoilers from this I point think on. That time you could watch two much better zombie movies during that length, and I think that that's where I mean the pacing. A lot of those other issues just really get to me. That is I, this really worth the time? Yeah, and I, that was a question I was asking myself a lot. I respect that. I, I also i i wouldn't um i wouldn't come like hot off of like another zombie movie onto this one. I wouldn't come off of I'd, a like Romero watch Mortal movie Kombat or something yeah, I, and then I, watch I, this. You know, like, <laughs> I, I, like Mortal maybe, Kombat. I definitely enjoyed a lot less than this. I will. I will. I will tell you. That I agree. Know. And maybe my my fun. love for this movie 
is tainted a little bit by the fact that I'm just, like, fucking so starved for, like, new big movies that this is, like, one of the first ones. But, like, Godzilla vs. Kong, I I liked, like, the back half of it, but I had issues with, you know, the first half. Mortal Kombat I thought was just okay. Like, Wrath of Man was pretty decent, but, like, not incredible. And so it's, like... To, to be hit with this one, like, I thought this was, was great. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you mentioned, like, how this wouldn't play well coming off of, like, watching one of the Romero dead movies. Yeah. I feel like this movie would be more at home at, like, the end of a Michael Bay marathon yeah. than it would yeah. be at, like, the yeah. end of an of the well, dead this would be a breath marathon. of fresh air at the well, end of a Michael Bay marathon. Christ. I think that's kind of the funny thing is Zack Snyder is kind of a Michael Bay-type director, but I, I think he truly believes he's, like, an, an auteur director because if you yes. ever hear him talking about himself, he is not in on the joke about him, nope. like, at all. Like, he, nope. he is really serious about his craft. I mean... When he's talking about the lenses he used for the movie, the the Sony or Canon dream lenses that he bought off eBay, he admits, like, I use these lenses because they have a lot of flaws. And then that's another thing about the whole cinematography where pretty much almost every shot that wasn't an action shot had that incredibly shallow depth of focus, which I found to be really distracting for most of the runtime. Um, I don't know about how you guys felt about that. So it's interesting because I think that Every movie that Zack Snyder has made uh, up until this one has been uh, just an absolute visual eyesore. Well, you compare this to, like, Dawn of the Dead, which is one of the most notoriously (laughs) ugly, oversaturated films out there. On our episode, we talked about how ugly it was. And, like... His all of his superhero movies and like the the like nasty browns and grays and desaturated shit that he really started with 300. There's a little bit of like sort of bland color palettes at times in this movie. But like what struck me is how colorful and and bright it was. I I, thought that overall the movie looked great. I mean, I think the Vegas setting helps with the color quite a bit. For sure. Um, I'll say too, like I, I personally really enjoyed the shallow depth of field. Hmm. I, I liked like capturing the characters like in like crisp, clean focus, and then allowing like the rest of the background to be more like painterly watercolor esque and really soft. Uh, and and it allowed us to like really like really focus on like the the action shots. And like during the the larger like CG sequences, like when we see like the distant backdrops of Vegas, like that's all crystal. Yeah, and that, that's yeah. that's what needs to be because well, it's a, yeah, it's all digitally mm-hmm. made anyway. But when you're moving through like the interior section, you know, the, like with uh, having to do like the Silent Hill nurse scene, you know, their their rendition of it where they're creeping through all the zombies, you know, like there. Like, the, I actually really liked that scene. That that had tension in it. That I agree. The- I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that was a fun sequence. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot there's a lot going on for that. What I will note um, is because like I I also like I, I know that like these were a lot of uh, perspectives that were brought up in the the red letter media. Uh, review of it, which I did. I did watch. I, I usually don't. I usually hold off on it until we do a podcast episode. Um, but I did anyway. And they brought up something I thought was pretty funny. And that's one of the cameras. Like one of its flaws is that it has a fucking dead pixel on it. And like every like few shots, there's a dead pixel. I on didn't the screen. even notice. I didn't notice I didn't it notice. either. But like it's sort of. I just. I did think that was really funny. That like that is funny. Like, <laughs> as crispy and as like CG rich and like detailed as this thing- film is, <laughs> that there's a fucking dead I pixel. Did they could have just like blotted out like so fucking easily. It's so funny. Amazing. Amazing. But like at, at, at a certain 
creative, it's the creative vision. Zach. It is. You know, maybe the, yeah, <laughs> Bravo the pixel is, is by design. <laughs> you know, it's like that, genius. That's the thing, though. It's like that's that's the thing that your average movie going audience is not going to notice. And like, I didn't notice it. I don't think any of us noticed it while we were watching it. It's it's funny because I'm sure it's one of the things that when you see it, you'll you'll never unsee it. Yeah. So like, it's it is it is a funny mistake, but also like. I don't think it really hurts the movie at all because yeah. most of the people are not going to are not going to notice. And you know, a lot of the things that I love about this movie, I'm not even willing to say that Zack Snyder did intentionally. Like the the chemistry with uh cuz I'm fully willing to believe that he had a, a different idea and that the way I read it was different from what he intended. <laughs> but like, I found it really funny that like the team has very little chemistry. I thought it was super funny to do uh, an Ocean's Eleven style. Like I'm putting together a team, you know, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but like the fact that then once they put together the team and then they have like no chemistry and mm-hmm. like don't work together at all. I thought was really funny because it's not what normally happens in these things. You know, everything goes off without a hitch, but like, this is kind of a fucking garbage team that they put together. Yeah. Also like the oceans movies. I re I watched all of them recently. And frankly, I don't think they're that good. Like I, believe I, I, I actually you. disagree. Soderbergh is great, especially like, with heist movies. Uh, it's kind I of his wheelhouse, good. honestly, like, I think Logan they're kind of boring and, and out of sight and uh, those. I mean, they're popcorn movies and they're fun for what they are. But like also when it comes to characterization, not very deep characters in the Oceans movies either. They're just not like one of the characters like his bit is like he can fit in, in, in a box. And that's it. Tell me. Oh, damn, that's oh, true. And, oh, yeah. and he's, he, he's Chinese. That's that's a character trait. Right. Like, that's it. Like, he's, he's, he's like a Chinese so he can fit in a box. And he, he doesn't really did you talk. Find that this, did you find that this movie had better better defined characters than that? About the same. Like I'm, I'm just saying. Like it's uh, same bit. But you know what? You know what? Uh, I will also say about the characterization, though, which I, I, I do see as a as a strong point of praise, is it didn't make the mistake of other Snyder movies and a lot of other like shitty action movies of fucking around with too much characterization before we get to the the actual like crux of the plot. The setup in this movie. Um, uh, the character setup, at least, was was pretty brief. None of like the the team gathering stuff like ran on that long for me. The bit where they grab Tignataro is just a couple of lines. The pool guy, it's the same. That moves fairly quickly, so that like the the rest of the film can be really stretched out in the Vegas sequence. Most of the characterization is in action, a lot like Predator. We get a lot of these characters' like personality traits through their little quirks as as they're working through these scenarios, and we learn about them on the way, which is. It's well, yeah, and the scene where they introduce the characters, you know, is truly Zack Snyder in his prime is just essentially a, an extended music video intro yes. sequence where you show all of the main characters killing off zombies and the spectacular camera. Spe- yeah. yeah, that's where like a Call of Duty from. ad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's where he comes from. So he naturally would be good at that. Of yeah, course. exactly. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, uh, at least in this movie, I was surprised to see uh, his name as director of photography uh, because I thought for a lot of it, he had a pretty good eye, especially for like the action stuff. And I don't know about you guys, but like 
though it definitely is just a, a music video, but like the intro credits showing like the the attempted or, or rather the the sealing off of Las Vegas set to a Richard Cheese cover of Viva Las Vegas. I, I love that amazing. they brought Richard Cheese back for this. Yeah, from, <laughs> from the, the his first one. all the people to bring back. Yeah, you know, I I thought anyway. that I thought that sequence was great. So many fun little set pieces, like the the paratrooper parachuting right into a mob <laughs> of zombies and just immediately getting ripped apart. Uh, the showgirls. The showgirls, the mini the Eiffel Tower falling on top of uh, the Elvis impersonator. I thought all of that stuff was really fun. It, it's very much just like a like a dumb music video kind of uh, vibe. And like but... intercutting with the shots of them like holding their family photographs. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was so stupid. It was so dumb. You know, you know what reminded me of is like a, like an early Guy Ritchie film. You know, where like it pauses and you know it's like he is the bishop. You know, or whatever. Like yeah, I thought it was yeah. fun. Like. Uh, cheesy but but in in all the all the ways i love personally i think zack snyder usually makes terrible music choices i actually didn't feel that way at all in this movie i thought he made pretty good ones that usually they contrast really weirdly like in Watchmen, the hallelujah part (laughs) (laughs) that that scene gave me really weird vibes i didn't get i didn't get any of that editor's note on that that hallelujah song he uses that there because the actual graphic novel is intercut with quotes from song lyrics and the end or beginning of that chapter has hallelujah quoted so that's why he uses it there even so, does it work still tacky no. and, and, and he, he could have he could have done it much better so the song would have worked there are so many things that Zack snyder could have done better about that movie i fucking hate that film even though it's like it sucks, mostly yeah. shot for shot from the graphic novel the execution is so bad the story story moment i uh, actually addressed up to see that one and i left very disappointed <laughs> In a shitty night out. Nothing more embarrassing. At least I was with other friends. I was with other friends, like dressed up. Y'all but got like the whole Watchmen together. We, we did you? the you whole the group. Whole yeah, we we made we made yeah, shitty shitty like garage friend, costumes like. for the whole group. I was night out with like some Darkerman shitty swim act. goggles. Okay. Yeah, my buddy David like was like painted blue in a speedo. Oh, that's that's gotta be and, the worst one, right? We we, uh, we left and then just like went to a waffle house and just sat there and like full garb like disappointed eating like eating waffles like it's like the it's like the post-credit shawarma scene in the first avengers it, yeah. <laughs> but sadder it was sad. and, and nick, nick fury never came sad dr manhattan shoveling down a waffle <laughs> damn rorschach having to lift the mask up yeah my buddy colin yeah like yeah like pulling up the mask to eat it was sad, man. It was really depressing. Just a bunch of high schoolers just disappointed, like being like, what? Why did they do that with the ending? What? what? They missed the whole fucking... God damn it. <laughs> like, really fuck, really beefed that one. Uh, yeah, we were so well, going back to the needle drop thing, I think the use of music is pretty good in this movie. One of my favorite needle drops is uh, the Austrian heist guy is very into Wagner, and he like puts on an opera while he's like breaking into the safe and i just found it so silly and like a little character detail that added just a ton of richness well it was definitely like him trying to do his own take on willem dafoe's character in boondock saints right like really like walks through the crime scene directing you know like analyzing stuff very very similar vibe uh you know almost everything i can say about this movie is something like that i loved was something that was aped from something else 
for the most part. Like the tiger is a lot like the bear from Annihilation, you know, and its design. And I do but, not believe but, that Zack Snyder has seen Annihilation. <laughs> I would put money on that. Yeah, I do not believe. But, but he maybe has the seen person who movie. designed it, like maybe, maybe yeah, the guy, sure, this, the CG sure, artist, sure. almost certainly did, because like man, there are some similar vibes, like with the half of the face, like yeah. the way it is, like the, so much of that design is is like the bear in Annihilation, um, used so differently, so, so differently. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, like the aliens reference, like the, the bit where, uh, the, the character in the, with, with the red bandana, just like the, the Marine in, um, in aliens. Oh yeah. Like like Vasquez. Yeah. Yeah. Like she says, she uses one of Vasquez's, she says one of Vasquez's lines, like almost exactly. Like they, they changed like, I didn't catch that a little bit. I I will say I didn't either. Like it was later on, but I saw a shot for some shot for shots comparisons and it was like, wow, they almost just, it's uh we're starting to lean out of homage and move into like, (laughs) it's just ripping. But here's the thing though. If you steal with style, it works. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's Tarantino's no whole career. Style. It's like a kid. You know, uh, Tarantino, in some capacity, like he recognizes that he's um, he's walking on sacred ground. Whereas Zack Snyder is like a kid, like pulling all of his favorite things and just mashing them all together. And at this instance, yeah, it smashing was great. his action figures together. Yeah, yeah, like it was very entertaining. I, I feel like all of its references, its uh, homages to other movies, just feel so. I mean. When they're not pointless, they just feel the hollow. It's like they want to have the impression of better movies laid upon it, but all it can do is just say the same things. And I mean, one, I didn't catch a lot of the aliens references. I caught other things throughout the movie, but it just... It seems like the whole movie in general, I think Zack Snyder's having a lot of fun with it, I think that whatever his creative vision was, he seems to be achieving it as well as he can. But couldn't his creative vision include a second draft? Couldn't his creative (laughs) vision include a tripod? So many with the shallow focus, everything was on handheld. I felt like I was getting motion sickness from watching certain scenes. It works like that hallway scene we talked about like that works great like that is that is a moment that is done perfectly well it is claustrophobic and you really feel like you are just caught trapped right within that room it's a highlight yeah for sure other parts it's pointless where it's just that is just the lens that he wanted to use for the whole movie and i think it just it just for for me it became more of an eyesore than I think a lot of other of Zack Snyder's films. So I was, oh, wow. I was surprised to feel differently yeah, know, like on the, that. The, and the piss filter on 300. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty I gross. I say that the, uh, the bokeh didn't bother you at all. Same with Eugene. I completely agree that the intensive bokeh really bothered me. And that's another critique I have is that when Zack Snyder decides on a specific stylistic choice, I don't think he knows how to rein it in at all. It was correct, not no. just like the tense uh, claustrophobic scenes that had that bokeh. It was any scene pretty much with like any dialogue when it was like a one-in-one back-and-forth shot conversation. Always the entire background was just completely out of focus. And it, uh, yeah, to it, it hurt my eyes. And, and it was I, just like, why? It was like, why did he decide to do that? Was there any point to it uh, other I, than just self-indulgence? I... I I don't know. Oh, I will say that yes. I think the shallow focus helped out a lot when he had to replace Chris D'Elia yeah. because all the scenes <laughs> where they inserted Tignataro, 
You can't tell. You really She's can't. She's the only one in focus. So is everybody in their shots. So it's fine. That's the only thing you have to concentrate yeah. on is that one w- single person you can actually see. I will say, too, that's a good segue. I think Tignataro actually does a really good job in this movie. She's great. To the point where yeah, I was I envisioning, think- like, Crystalia in that role. And I think he would have been so much more insufferable than she I mean, was. he just generally is, so yeah. Yeah, I'm not even, like, a huge Tignataro fan or anything. But I, I will say, like, it was hard for me to not imagine him saying her lines. And in that in that sense, like, I did still feel his presence a little bit, but in terms of, like, the technical aspects of it, I don't think you could tell that she was digitally inserted uh, in place of him if you didn't know that beforehand. No? I was, no, I was, no. I was fully expecting it to literally just be, like, the Thing prequel uh, that came out, uh, like, ten years ago, where it's just, like, a CG person's face just, like, on. <laughs> just grafted <laughs> just on. Just grafted on there. I was fully expecting it to look like shit, and it did not. If I didn't know beforehand, I would never know and and so credit to the the team that undoubtedly spent hours and hours days even and yeah many days days if not weeks of work just digitally replacing Cristalia Tignataro like they're the true heroes of this film I think because they did a great job we salute you we salute our troops (laughs) we salute our first responders I think part of the charm of that performance was that she she really didn't seem like she gave a shit but it just it kind of worked oh yeah she she played the character of somebody who did not exist in the same world as any other character, very well. (laughs) I thought, yeah, she's acting in a completely different movie. And she was. I mean, you have to give credit that they they worked very hard to blend it as well as they did. But I think, and it's just like, there was nothing Tig Nataro could do. She was acting against nothing. And so I think it does, the only thing that makes it feel so out of place, I think, is just her delivery at times. I think it just, feels like it doesn't fit yeah. with like the the tone of everything else that's going on i but. agree with well, that a little bit like, like but like i said i just thought yeah i just thought she was very like wooden but yeah you know, like i said i could feel crystalia there a little bit uh but that's also knowing that he was there before she was but also yeah i mean she's way less insufferable than he is so i'm i'm overall <laughs> glad that he was not in this movie yeah definitely. yeah it was good trade good trade <laughs> yeah good trade uh changing gears a little bit uh eugene and and sam uh how did y'all feel about the zombie tiger since we mentioned the tiger i i definitely liked uh when mr like i guess mr sidekick to tanaka got his comeuppance <sighs> i know i also watched the red letter media a review and I thought I completely disagree with them when they said that that sequence when he gets that said comeuppance was too long. Dude, same. I fully, I fully found I found that fully gratifying and I, I really like mm-hmm. that dragged out and because uh, nah, I, I think that's often movies like the the big baddie they won't 
it won't be a satisfying enough death like they'll just off him in a second. No, like, oh, yeah. I really also it's an action stuff. movie. Like you, you want yeah. their death to be Corey. And that character, and that character sucked so bad. Like I hated him so much by design. But I hated yeah, great him actor. so he plays much. Bird on Raising Hope. He's hilarious. I hated him so much that like yeah, I actually really liked that they spent like a full two minutes having him be mauled by a zombie <laughs> tiger in like not hiding anything, just like in full in full glorious visuals rather than them just giving him like a quick death i Dude, i appreciated I, that and also i, would love, I think the zombie tiger is cool it's I like awesome it. yeah it rules I like the zombie horse I, I wish there was more time <laughs> yeah the zombie zombie horse was awesome. that was so good <laughs> just that was, powerful dumb guy energy. yeah i like, love the horses, that you have, it's just like it's a skull for a head like it wouldn't work at all and who cares it's rad yeah, who gives a shit? it's Look, fucking awesome he's like it turns that it turns fully prosthetic was it? They they awesome. yeah, got a horse. Fuck. Fully, yes. They put all this like makeup and, and costumes yeah, on the Yeah, they horse put like a no leotard TV, on the yeah. horse first and then they uh, Who makes put a on horse like leotard. The... I want to talk to that right. person. <laughs> well, they had to keep the horse comfortable. They wanted to make sure that horse was feeling good throughout the whole shoot. I mean, that it must have been a lot putting all those prosthetics on it. I mean, but you see the process. They have all these individual layers that they include to try and make as the horse moves like the muscles on the costume move accordingly like it's 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 a lot of work for something that you only ever see in like aerial shots from like (laughs) 300 feet in the air yeah you get a couple of cool shots of like the king zombie riding up on the zombie horse but yeah for a lot of it it's just like (laughs) i would love to see Zack Snyder do like a beast mastery kind of movie or like like a classic like like okay this is again like no no listener is gonna like like no one no one is gonna be able to relate to this but like going. I know like but like 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 the original like Flash Gordon comics like shit where like he's fighting like these monsters and shit like I've never like seen like such a one to one as like the fucking tiger fight just a big fucking meaty animal just like wrecking the shit out of a muscly dude was fucking rad and I want I want more of that in movies. Um, and I didn't realize it until I was watching that scene, but like, I would love, I would love to see Snyder do like, yeah, like, like a movie with more like beast pits, you know, and, and shit where like you're in an alligator dungeon, you know, like that kind of, that kind of wild shit. Like that's like, like dumb high fantasy sci-fi shit. Maybe if we get an army of the dead sequel, we'll get some zombie crocs. That would be cool. Dude, zombie crocodiles would rule. Zach, you are welcome to steal that. Because uh, he's definitely would. listening to our shitty little podcast. Oh yeah, a bit of a little bit of a side note here. You mentioned Raising Hope. That that actor is in Raising Hope. I saw him like very soon before I saw saw the first episode of Raising Hope in the Last House on the Left uh, remake. So it was I saw him as the villain in that, and then immediately after on Raising Hope, and the contrast between those two roles like really <laughs> set me for a loop. I was like, oh. I was not ready for that. That show's underrated. It's, it's a great... Oh, very, yeah, it's a good It's a show. great comedy series. Like, yeah, I really, really like that show. Uh, I just want to say, while we're on the topic of effects, one thing during that uh, zombie tiger fight, one thing that really just... Uh, why I enjoyed it, too, was that there were a lot of effects going on, just having... Um, that guy Martin, I think his name was, is getting torn to bits, like having his throat slashed, and eventually his whole skull just crushed like a little grace amazing that that stuff is incredible but there really isn't a lot of that stuff in the movie sure they shoot zombies in the head but otherwise there's very very little like effects that go into like zombie fighting which i found which i found sort of disappointing i mean you have the soldier in the beginning getting his jaw ripped out which is is, is cool when you when you see it but then 
There's no, I mean, any mm. character that gets killed by a zombie, either they're they they get blown up immediately afterwards or this. There's no there's no flesh tearing. There's no gut ripping. I don't know. Oh, there's not. There's not know, like gr- the blood bursts were so like rich and full of like chunky bits. The bit where they throw the the grenade down the hall and you you just hear the explosion and then just like all the meat you know lands on the wall next to it. Uh, every gunshot. Like had a which again could probably be might be a complaint like for some people for me I I thought it was hilarious uh, every single gunshot had like a rainbowy lens flare off of it the mu- yeah the yeah. muzzle flares were kind of like uh, multicolored which I thought was fun yeah um, I I will say like I I can see that complaint uh, for large chunks of the movie Eugene uh, I definitely don't think you're wrong but I think that there are a couple of moments other than the zombie tiger scene where like characters die in spectacular in fashion. spectacular ways that are really unexpected the I think rebar too. pinning We'll we'll get to that, but yeah. first, uh, when Batista's girlfriend uh, or romantic interest or whatever dies, like minutes after she like says, "Well, the only reason I came on this mission is because I wanted to be close to you, and like I thought we could build something, yada yada, you know, really hokey shit." And then, like five minutes later, the elevator opens, a zombie steps out and snaps her neck around to the back, and her vertebra, like her. Her spinal column like pops out the side of her neck. And I thought that was great because I was some not Mortal Kombat shit. I was, yeah, it, exactly. It was some fatality shit, and I was not expecting it. And this movie's we, full of fatalities. And we all just were like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> and like, especially to have to have the romance, like the romantic interest, killed off so brutally, so shortly after, like professing her love for the protagonist. I I thought that was a great moment. Well, see, I actually, yeah, I felt the exact opposite. I felt like it was pointless and manipulative that I, I, they tried to give it the same weight as the relationship between Batista and his stepdaughter, which already doesn't have a lot of weight. But they set it up just because they, I mean, again, it seems like they're struggling to have these characters even have a reason to talk to each other in the first place. And then for it just to be thrown away in a second, just for what, some empty motivation for Batista's character, it just... I've, it, got, I've got some it thoughts It did on not that. feel coy and subversive like I think it seems y'all felt. Yeah, so I, I, like, I, I think Zack Snyder, I don't... I don't think he's capable of actually like giving characters the kind of weight you would want out of that. Like, I don't, I don't know if like he has those tools in his belt. Well, I, I agree. Don't which even is... bother. Why, why, why even do something? Well, like with that? the stepdaughter thing, cool I, I think he was <laughs> trying his hardest with the stepdaughter thing because that's like kind of honestly a personal story for him because his yeah i was you know I was feeling yeah. that yeah, you know that daughter recently like... killed herself and yeah. you know that's why the the original Justice League cut happened. Yeah. Um, So like there was some weird, interesting parallels there. And I felt like that was him attempting like uh, a personal emotional story. And obviously that stuff kind of falls flat in the movie because Zack Snyder does not know how to make that kind of movie. But there is an attempt there, which I think is interesting. Better than the love interest. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's yeah. the thing about the love interest. I think Cleveland's absolutely right. Is like Zack Snyder does not have the tools in his kit 
to uh, make really interesting characters with like emotional investment. And that's not what I was looking for in this movie to the slaughter, to the the extent that like when they had that moment where that character like professes her love for Batista, like I was like, ugh, do we really have to have this? Like, of course there's gotta be a fucking romance angle. Like I was rolling my eyes and then less than five minutes later, they kill the character in spectacular fashion. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. So I don't have to worry about the love interest anymore because she's dead. <laughs> so, and that's like that's why I liked it because like they they tried to set up like a, a a sweet moment that absolutely did not work and then said uh fuck it I guess let's fucking turn her head around backwards. I would say a movie like Jurassic Park kind of has and this is they're very different movies but they they're both action movies and they have kind of similar elements. Sam Neill's character he's not great with kids obviously not literally their stepfather but not great with kids, distant from kids. Uh, by the end, and, and by the way, in terms of character development, I remember you guys said at the beginning, you kind of didn't want them to all get set up until once they got into Vegas. Um, but I, in like Jurassic Park, all the characters are like fully set up within the first 10, 15 minutes before they even get within the walls of the park, fully established. You like that about them. You get attached. Oh. Uh, and then the love interest in Jurassic Park is si- and kind of like simultaneously there but also not there like you know they're kind of into each other or had something in the past Mm -hmm. but then it becomes very fulfilling by the end of the movie so don't you guys think this movie would have been even better if like he he could have pulled that off and still had it been like a fun romp like jurassic park is yes yes but Zack Snyder is not Steven Spielberg, yeah. and I and <laughs> but what I if he was Steven Spielberg, and I, I, mean, I what go if he try. Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, then it's a completely different story. I mean, he has just, tried and he's failed. Then, then we're just <laughs> saying like, what if Steven Spielberg made Army of the Dead, and that's just a different movie? It's all about like expectations, you know. Like Zack Snyder has made movies for decades that I have universally hated, and, and so to yeah. to know that he's not capable of like particularly fleshed out interesting characters, you know, uh, with like really, uh, impactful emotional moments. Like I went into this movie, not looking for any of that shit because I don't expect it out of Zack Snyder. Cause I know he can't do it. So I'm not asking for these characters to be well developed. I'm asking for them to be fun. I'm asking for them to be goofy. I'm asking for them to die in cool ways. And some of them die cooler than others. You know, they're not every death is satisfying, but like what I wanted out of this movie, I got, and I, and I'm not asking for Jurassic Park because that's a different kind of match. Jurassic Park is actually a pretty smart movie. Jurassic like, Park is a smart Jurassic movie. Park is an, is an intelligent it's, it's a movie. very fucking well made movie, and I mean, it's fucking Steven Spielberg. Like he's like one Not of the action, great. And it's, it, it is an action movie, but in a very different way. It's a showpiece. Yeah. Like it's a it's an. They're they're movie. just as far as I'm concerned, they're just different kind of masterpieces. Yeah, <laughs> you just have to temper Apples your ex- you have to temper yeah. your and expectations. To Zack Snyder's credit, I, I've seen every one of his movies. I always go see them because I I think similarly to you guys, even if you don't have high high expectations, I think there is always at least a little bit of potential for them to at least be a good time so i think he'll he'll always get money from me as long as he keeps making movies especially after this one i do think this i don't know i really liked 300 when i saw it when i was in high school i don't i haven't seen it in a while i did too yeah that's the thing but like keyword when we were in high school right 
I haven't seen it since then. I actually don't know how I would. I don't know if you guys have seen it more recently, uh, but uh, your, your opinion will change. I haven't, but I've seen it probably I, in a strong way. I, I saw it enough times in high school and middle school whenever it came out. Like I saw it enough times that I can remember large chunks of it pretty vividly as an adult now and recognize that it's a fucking piece of shit. And I only saw Watchmen the once and that was more than enough for me. I've seen it a couple like, times. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Actually, I actually really liked Watchmen the first time I saw it. Please don't, please don't hate me. <laughs> no, that's okay. Like I, I think that's fine. Uh, I found it fascinating. I will, I will say I, w- oh, I saw, I saw Watchmen before I had read the graphic novel and I immediately went from the theater across the street to the Barnes and Noble and bought the graphic novel because I hated the movie so much. I was like, people love this fucking graphic novel. I don't understand this fucking stupid ass movie. Like I got it. Like I need to understand why people think that Watchmen is cool. So like I went across the street. I don't like it now though. I definitely, my opinion on that movie has completely changed. Too. Yeah, it I sucks. Don't... Well, I mean, he totally, graphic he totally novel's misses, still great, though. He totally misses the point and like i said i haven't seen man of steel or batman versus superman and i'm sure hell man of steel fucking sucks i'm sure hell not gonna watch the fucking snyder cut of watchmen um you mean not watchmen of justice league uh i'm sure as hell not gonna do that but like i don't know maybe my expectations were just so low that like Zack snyder really surprised me here but uh i i this was this this was a very very pleasant surprise can we talk about the the alpha zombies a little bit yes, yes. i wanted to talk about that i, I want to go off on a bit big tangent before we go too deep into them but they we have the return of the zombie in this one we do one of the funniest scenes of dawn of the dead is the the whole zombie sequence where you know they're shooting in slow-mo and all that stuff but with this one you know it's like the the alpha zombies have uh, I guess fucked yes and have yeah. a baby how 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 are you getting Zach blood Snyder circulation Zack Snyder said that in some article that they were kidnapping uh, human women to basically rape them and impregnate them with zombie babies uh, and that's literally the subtext of that whole entire thing why they're keeping human women in the uh, What's the, the Olympus? The Olympus. And oh. He said that's, oh God, yeah. that's even worse. I'm oh, glad they didn't I, I elaborate that, now. Yeah. I mean, I, I I picked up on that a little bit. Um, and, I thought they were uh, just keeping them to eat them. No, no, that, that's you now like, they were you know, they were they were they were keeping the women. I, I got but that the zombie vibe. queen was the one who was but pregnant, and she was a fucking it doesn't zombie. Make sense, dude. But maybe it doesn't like make she sense. turned into a zombie. Who knows? Wait, so they raped her, impregnated her, and then turned her. How into does a zombie, zombie get a boner? Okay, look, look. We know uh, that zombie bites. We know that zombie bites. That's like, true. No that, blood. Maybe no zombie come. You know. Yeah, exactly. Into, uh, you know, who knows? No like, like turns you into a zombie. It, it, we'll, we'll never know. But uh, the, I mean, we the don't... thing. What I'll say is that, like, I got the vibe, but I. Well, it, it's definitely not like like tasteful is nowhere near the right word. Uh, it's miles away. But like, if. If you're gonna imply something really fucking stupid like that, like like keep it as vague and loose as possible, and they do. The the question still stands: How do zombies get boners? Well, look, we don't we don't know we don't know the the physiology of the alpha zombies because it's yeah, it's they're not really zombies. They're, they're aliens, like aliens. Yeah, yeah. alien Which, zombies. Oh, right. I was super okay. on board cool. for. You think it's actually confirming that they're? 
Well, because they talk that that first scene. I mean, I that, know, but I, I thought that was they're I coming from they Area Fifty One. Yeah, they're coming from Area Fifty One. No, like, I know that, but I didn't know they were actually saying that. Like they're like confirming that he was an alien or that it was just some weird crypto. I mean, well, but I you mean, look at the baby; it's like that's an alien. It's baby. like glowing blue, and like when the alpha zombies die, their blood has like glowy blue speckles. So then, with that. Ex- did you guys notice the robot zombies at any point? Yeah. Yes. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> okay. Does that explain? Or is that why the, the alien shit also? So some of them are also the robot robots. zombies. I just see it again. I don't. That was never explained. I don't think it was a robot. What I what I'm pretty sure it was is that its uh its body was like being reconstituted like into an alien. Which is what's happening with all the zombies. We're just seeing the effects like work differently. They're mutating in different ways. Which again, I think is really fucking fun. And what's happening with those zombies is they're getting like crystal skeletons. Like their their skeletons are crystallizing and they're getting glowing blue oh, eyes, okay. like the White Walkers. Yeah, that looks and so like when it bursts like that, started, like it's like a Terminator out, look, said, but it's like, really crystal robot bombs. zombies. Wait, Zack Snyder said it was literally robot zombies? Yeah. Oh, my God. But that's, never, that's never addressed in the movie at all. Wait, but how? Yeah, but no, once. here's the greatest part. You thought that Zack Snyder's DC universe had all fallen apart, but now he's going to be working on the Army of the Dead universe. You oh, know that they've already me. announced a spinoff series to Come this movie? Yeah, so there's like a prequel, prequel series yeah. animated? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm confirming it. Robot zombie... Mystery sequel. Damn. You can leave in my explanation uh, though. I was wrong. Yeah, but like well, the, the, the thing is is no, like No, because believe me, you're trying you're trying to explain it as best you can given In a, a way I that would make sense. Well, makes which way more not. sense. Yeah. yeah, so they are robots. They are they robot are zombies. So okay, wild. did the, the alpha like build them? Because the alpha does not That's seem not like technically inclined. You'll have to, to watch to, the, to the fucking... prequel series and find out for well, yourself. <laughs> I I do I do want to talk about the alpha zombie a little bit because I I think there's I I think the alpha zombie gives us a an interesting little window into the the mind of Zack Snyder uh, because. I I think that what he's really done here is he hasn't strayed too far from the the DC shit because what he's effectively done is make a zombie Superman. Um, <laughs> Cleveland, you you talked at the beginning of the episode how like with zombies you can basically do anything, yeah. but there's you know people tend to just do the same shit over and over again. And I think what's interesting about this movie is that Zack Snyder presents the idea of what if zombies are the next stage in human evolution right yeah, it's that. fucking stupid it's but it's so great good. it's so and, dumb and so like the 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 rules i are more fleshed out than it's i would expect is fuck is what it is we've got the alpha zombie who comes from area 51 any zombie or any people that he bites also become alpha zombies, smart zombies, capable of thinking and strategizing and using tools and stuff. But any zombies that or any people that they bite become shamblers, what we call regular zombies. But like the alpha zombie, first of all, he chooses his his palace to be the Olympus Hotel after seeing the statue of Zeus outside. So already we're back in the Zack Snyder conception of superheroes as Greek gods, right? He's doing the same thing with this zombie. He puts this zombie in a cape. He gives this zombie a superhero mask. It has... <laughs> yeah. Like... 
it has functional it has functionality in the movie. It's metal. It protects him you from You got to shoot him shots. in the head. Uh-oh. Smart. Like I I thought that that was pretty clever. But what he's effectively done is cre- he's created a zombie superman. Yeah. The he's helmet created- looks like a uh, Phantom of the Paradise. Yes, it does look like Phantom of the Paradise or like he looked like a, essentially as like an orc to me from from Yeah. Lord of the Rings. He does I didn't mind it. Guy. I liked the outfit zombie. I thought he was designed well and the helmet thing looked pretty cool. I thought Agreed. it was cool. Yeah, Especially yeah. when they put him on the zombie horse, he look he's yeah. like the fucking Lich King. <laughs> like I, I and and I think that, that that feels like, you know, call it homage, call it ripoff, whatever, but it's I it feels like Zack Snyder's answer to Day of the Dead, where, you know, Romero's like, well, when the zombie apocalypse goes on long enough, maybe some of the zombies start becoming smart. And Zack Snyder decided to put his own spin on that. Like I said, call it ripoff, call it homage, whatever. I thought it was I'm, fun. I like zombie huge Superman. Fan. Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of, like, zombies with character, too, and, like, different types of zombies. Like, one of the fun things about Left 4 Dead is, like, identifying, like, what kind of zombies you're coming across as you're playing through yeah. the game. Um, and, uh, or even in, in Dawn of the Dead, you know, you have that, that one zombie that has, like, the machete in him, you know, like, and he's just walking around for the majority of the movie. The one that keeps holding, that's holding the rifle after yeah! he grabs it, Oh, that's too. right, he grabs the rifle, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, he grabs and the rifle, the, the whole movie, like the Hare Krishna around holding one. It. Yeah, yeah, like, they have a lot of character, um... Whether it's, like, superpowers or whether, yeah, it's, like, a Hare Krishna-like zombie. Like, like it's funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, so it was it was really gratifying. I, I, uh, I, I like that. And um, I'm neutral. I'm neutral on seeing more of it. I, I don't know. It could I would it love could for this fun. movie to be completely self-contained. But yeah, I know that it's, gonna, that it's going to not be. Yeah, like... Uh, I, I'm, sta- at this point in my life, staunchly opposed to cinematic universes of all types. Uh, I do not need an army of the dead cinematic universe, but uh, Eugene and Sam, how did you guys feel about the alpha zombie, the the smart zombies? Well, I was wondering before the movie came out if Zack Snyder would fast zombies again or if he would go to slow zombies, and he decided to just have the best of both worlds. He did both, he yeah. Had both. He just had both, and I. I actually, I, I think that the, that stuff was pretty cool. I like the idea of the alpha zombie being a more sentient, proactive person within these walls that he had. He was trying to create an alien baby and that he was he had this sort of hierarchy, the society of zombies that followed his orders. Yeah, they say uh, it's not it's not their prison. Vegas isn't their prison. It's their kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> zombie kingdom that rules, six years man. they were there at some point they say they were there for like six years which i didn't i didn't catch on yeah to i didn't feel I that at all and I that mean... actually made me appreciate it a little oh, bit oh i more. missed I that like, okay, i totally missed this that. makes more sense like this has actually had some like more than half a decade to develop so the whole kingdom thing actually made a lot more sense That's once just, i caught that on the real yeah there's no real sense of the time in between these these events happening and I think that, it, as you said, I wish this was a more standalone thing because I feel like there's so many added unnecessary details that are going to be excused by the fact that, oh, these will be explained in some other series or, oh, this is going to make sense for some other movie. Yeah, the robot like, why not just make this, make this movie make sense? Like, just work on this first and then you can anymore, then you can focus <laughs> on other stuff. But well, yes. It's yeah. it's why like I, I said too like it's it's very anime in that approach where like our protagonists are coming across like random villains that are just there for like a fun creative idea 
for them to to encounter and, and it's very yeah, yeah. A, a very little you know beyond that but that can that itself can be really fun just a slideshow as, of like weird characters as a whole but, what this movie feels like to me is if you mashed up day of the dead with oceans 11 made a movie out of that turned that movie into a video game and then adapted that video game into a movie that's <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole sausage that's I'm just yeah. like lots of lots of different things just ground up and it, it's got that it's ADD it's very childlike it's like and then and then you and know then, but in the best way but like uh, I can for the most part I can follow the logic yeah like it's I'm not saying that it's smart but the in, in, in that sense, it is it is a child being like and then and then and then but it's like I can follow him i know where he's going you know and i'm like yeah sure yeah totally <laughs> but if you guys it, think about all the uh the alphas being professional martial artists that was awesome that was giving my next point actually yeah like that they did an amazing job not just getting like miscellaneous extras um tc got a little, little something on message um sorry they, nobody can see me except for you well, I, 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 just just for you know what anyway uh <laughs> sorry just have it. It's 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 polite to to mention that when someone has stuff in their uh, on their on their lip, uh, so they don't just go there. Fun, <laughs> okay, okay. Look, it, it, would you have wanted to just have that sitting there, like maybe, while you were talking? Maybe I was saving it for later. Uh, okay, that is fair. Beard, beards and mustaches are good for that. But anywho. Um, uh, uh, no, I love that. I love that they got like physical performers to do it. It's one of the things I love about like the Silent Hill movie is that they got like a dance team to do the nurses. Um, and for all the same reasons here, I I loved it. Like when the zombie queen like first hops up on the bus and she's like really low to the ground and like creeping around like Smeagol. It looks so good, and like her physicality is amazing. She's like reptilian. It rules. Huge fan of that. Just big burly dudes. You know, like, just being burly dudes and fighting, like, burly dudes as zombies. Awesome. I mean, I guess if they're aliens, maybe those aliens are naturally just more acrobatic and good <laughs> yeah, at fighting. They're being enhanced by the virus. Yeah, bro, they're just, yeah. they're just, they have superpowers. Or it's just dumb. Or it's just dumb fun. I mean, I think well, me and Eugene maybe are thinking a little bit too hard about, I, I, I'm now thinking that I'm thinking a little bit too hard about that stuff. And it is fun to watch, but at the same time, I'm still kind of hung up on it. Like, why... Are they all, like, professional CQCers from, like, Metal Yeah, Gear see, man, this is not a movie that you should think too hard <laughs> well, about. Well, here's I think the thing. If, I, I think, it's, like, the alien to... bit is definitely by design. If you look closely at, like, the alpha zombies, you can see, like, weird patterns on their skin, like annihilation shit. The glowing eyes and stuff, like, I, the alien thing, I think, is definitely by design. I mean, for sure. Like, the, the alpha zombie is being transported from Area 51. We also didn't mention that this is the first zombie apocalypse in known history to ever be started by uh not closing a door no of uh roadhead roadhead yeah (laughs) Uh, the the first zombie apocalypse started by roadhead getting a case of some fucking sloppy top while you're driving (laughs) i love i thought that was a great touch In the uh, intro, don't you think they should have just closed the door? Or do you think they were justified in like being so afraid of, uh, of oh, the door being open? It was I think stupid. They were, I think they were justified. Like, like, you don't know what's in there. Realism? Like, if we're looking at this, like, uh, like yeah, if, if we want to say, like, okay, if we applied realism and, like, these, these are, like, professional soldiers, like, doing their job. Yeah, they would have closed the containment door. There are all sorts of procedures they, they teach you for, for containment in the military. Yeah, but they don't like, know what's in there, so they're not like, just going to run but, up to it. Like... 
I, I think they would. I, I think like if, if the containment's been broken, they would they would try and reseal the containment at all costs. Like and also like they would respond with like much better efficiency. There's a whole bit where the guy's like, "Hey, uh, HQ just said we should move away from the truck," and yeah. the guy's like, "We should do what?" Huh? And then yeah, like, yeah, they're like, yeah. "Like that is the, that's not like trained trained soldiers. Like that's that's not how they'd fucking operate." And uh, but here's the thing, I don't fucking care. It's a dumb zombie movie, Correct. and it was funny. Like, and so I enjoyed it regardless. Like, so no, that is not how. how, how like, like I don't think yeah, those the, trains. The funniest the part world. in the whole movie was uh, after those first the guys in the trucks, and the first one gets eaten. It's like the side profile, and he's just like, and he just like opens his mouth. And then the <laughs> yes, <one comes> we <laughs> just the shriek. Yep, loved that. Loved that. I love yeah. the smart alien zombies, and that they're all. Uh, martial artists and all that shit. Thought it was great. I would say one of my biggest complaints with this movie is, uh, I mean, there were definitely several opportunities of missed potential, as we've already mentioned, but the fact that your protagonist is fucking Dave Batista and he doesn't Batista bomb one single zombie. He comes close. <laughs> he does kind of do a wrestling yeah, I mean, he move. Kind, yeah, he Batista kinda, bombs him like into like an upper pillar. Yeah, but it's not, it's, it's not, and you know, and like I, I thought that I thought that they were gonna, I thought they were like he, he was really gonna have like a wrestling match with the the alpha zombie at the end, and we didn't really get that. You know, uh, the alpha zombie kind of whipped his ass. Uh, give me what I want, Zach. Yeah, give me what I want. It's killing you. Look at you. Get in I this know ring. You. I know you. I see it. It's killing you. It's tearing you apart. You want to hurt me so bad, you can't stand it. But you won't give it to me because you're not in control. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. Let me hear you say it. Everybody here wants to hear you say it. Give me what I want. You know what I want. You just don't want to give it to me because you're not in control. I'm in control. Now, Hunter... Give no. me what I want! I am gonna give you the beating you deserve, Dave, and nothing more! No. That's not what I want! I want you at WrestleMania! Give it to me! You want me at Mania? Is that what this is about? You're beating up a 70-year-old man! You are hiding behind securities! This is what you've become because you want me at WrestleMania? Is that what you want? Give it to me! Give it to me! Give me what I want! You want me at WrestleMania? Give me what I want! You're on! <laughs> Did you guys think he was good in the movie? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think Dave Bautista's yeah, great all the time. I think he, he, he was the perfect person for that role. You know, I, I don't think he's a terribly great, you know, emotional center for the movie, but I don't think this movie had that to begin with so i, I think he it. fit it well yeah i also don't think the rock could have pulled off the more emotional scenes that he just is like another wrestler actor comparison i don't think i've ever seen the rock have to do any like intense crying scenes or anything close to the kind of having to kill his own wife or anything like that Dwayne johnson so, has some pretty good range i mean look like okay, you know yeah. like his his uh incredibly fearsome presence as the CG Scorpion King. I I think is is a master master class. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, I think, I, I think JK. But uh, I think Dave Batista was I think uh, he's one of the best actors was, in the movie. Was very well cast in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed him. He's he's got the right kind of physicality. He's got like Arnold physicality. Frankly, I think he's better than Arnold. Um, like, I actor. think he's a better actor like, than he's, Arnold. He's got is, a lot more range. But, uh, 
I mean, Arnold will always be classic oh, no for way. his yeah. his one liners, uh, and oh, Batista classic. doesn't really have those. But I, I I think that you know he's he's got the the right kind of physicality that you want for this kind of role. Um, he's not a terrible actor. He's got decent emotional range. Uh, yeah, I thought he did good. No complaints. I liked uh, going back to needle drops. I liked the the weird acoustic version of uh, Zombie by the Cranberries after they crashed the helicopter outside of the city. I thought that was really good. It's a zombie movie, so you have to have the song Zombie yeah. in it. Make it, it really tracks. And like it wasn't a cover either. Like uh, the, I, I know the the singer of the Cranberries died a couple of years ago, but like they use her original voice track from the actual song, but. But they redid the rest of it to make it like a sadder acoustic version of Zombie. And I thought that was pretty funny. Good fit. Also, but why did that guy take so much longer to uh, turn into a zombie than everyone else? Yes, Dramatic that is effect. a plot hole. Yeah, the, the yeah. ending of the movie. Well, the, the he just breaks out of this un- impenetrable uh, vault. Also, when did he get bit? When did he get bit? We didn't see him get bit. I I thought he was going to die at some point during, during the fighting. Sense. I thought he was just going to like melt Chernobyl From radiation style. poisoning, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He comes out of that vault into like a nuclear waste like to ground zero of a fucking tactical nuke. Full of like rubble and yeah, like, <laughs> obviously everything. irradiated everything, metals. Everything ridiculously oh. irradiated. He goes and charters a private jet. Like we were sitting, he was sitting on the jet. I was just like, that stewardess is irradiated now. That one's irradiated. <laughs> All of these people are going to die of radiation. Le- they're they're going to die of leukemia at the very yeah. least. And like, no, and, and yeah, like we were all like kind of chanting, we speak, yeah. like waiting, like being like, what if he melts? What if he just starts melting? Like when, when's it coming? When's yeah. it coming? And then it turns out that he got bit at some point that we didn't see. I Which just thought that was kind of, it's okay. I don't think it was necessary. They had to well, leave so it that open. they can set up the sequel. Yep, yep. Uh, they had to, they had to leave it open part. for the potential of a sequel, whether it gets made or not. See, honestly, they should have had him uh, cut off his arm and replace it with his saw. Yes, uh, <laughs> bro. He didn't. He, he, they made a big deal of him bringing the saw in, and he didn't use it very much. Yeah, they set it up. They set it up like old painless. Yes, they did. And yeah. I was I was just waiting. I, I was just waiting for like a good... But the, they use it like as a tool to escape, which is Fine, cool, sure. but like... I want to see him cut up more zombies yeah, with that. Like the, you get some good action shots with it at the beginning. Like at the very start, like you see him like really ripping into some zombies In like with the it. opening credits, yeah, but then but they make I, a big deal of him like bringing it in with him and then mm-hmm. he doesn't really use it. And that was a bummer. But yeah, that was kind of a bummer. It would be cool to see more uh, of that weapon. What the fuck? That was only like $90 million for what it looks like. You would, you would think it was more. I know. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it really does have like huge like... DC superhero movie budget vibes. Yeah, it looks incredible. and that's and that was one of the things that struck me about it is that like this kind of movie it's would well never be would never be made for this kind of budget. And and I in in that regard I think that it's interesting because like this is the kind of movie that only Zack Snyder could make. <laughs> like it or not, it is it is a distinctly like uh post DC cinematic universe Zack Snyder movie. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the thing is too, it plays to his strengths in in ways that I, I, I don't know if we'll ever see again. It does all the things that he does well 
great and 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 doesn't try to do much else beyond I'm, that. Yeah, and, and I'm, that's, I'm I think fully, why it works. I'm fully expecting to never like another Zack Snyder movie again. Like I'm not. It's got to be a fluke. I yeah, it it feels like it has to be. Uh, but you know, it it'll definitely give me pause going forward. Yeah, I think going forward, <laughs> the thing I want from Zack Snyder is the less story, the better, mm-hmm. and just the more dumb action. And not even someone you know? else's story. We saw what happened with that with Watchmen. He's he's too he's too surrounded by yes men. He he's too like full of himself. To, I think to like properly like oh yeah a, a, well and that's you know like uh, play up anyone else's that's the work. thing with Dawn of the Dead too he yes. should not be adapting anybody else's no. work yeah he should just be doing his own thing and I think that I think and if you look at his own dumb like, thing yeah is is this Zack Snyder's first wholly original film. If you look at his filmography, it's all DC superhero movies. It's no. Dawn of the Dead. It's fucking uh, Watch, has, has Watchmen. Three hundreds graphic novel. Uh, Sucker Punch. Maybe? Sucker Punch. I was about to say okay. one of the worst movies. Bad. I've not seen that bad. one. It's the worst one, I think. Yeah, it's probably the worst one. That's saying uh, the trailer. Yeah. That's saying a lot. Yeah. I remember the trailer. You know what? Have you guys really seen fun. the Owls of Gahula movie? I actually. Oh yeah, he I did the Owls of Gahula. Did he do the Owls of Gahula? Really yeah, I really liked it. Really, I hear it's fun. I hear it's, it's a fun. fun movie. Check it out. It looks terrible. I believe it. <laughs> I, I'd watch it. I, I love owls. <laughs> the animation is incredible. The animation, like this, the that was that was what was truly mind blowing. It's it. a small movie about owls. I, I I should I should give it a go. I, I I'm pretty sold. Are you guys ready owls. to? Uh... Are you guys ready to write Army of the Dead? Do we have anything more to say about this thing? The the I, rebar I, I, bit was cool. That was a cool kill. Oh yeah, where the the alpha zombie kills the uh, the coyote. Yeah, yeah that that was a, another moment that I was not expecting, mm-hmm. where uh, she's got his queen's head and dangling it over the the side. Oh, and the splat when it hits too. Mm. Yeah, and then he just takes a piece of rebar and throws it like a spear and pins her to the wall. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, she was a fun character. Yeah, the coyote actress was great. I just have one last question. Yeah. You guys didn't feel that most of the tension was robbed because every single shot was a headshot? Would you would you have liked to maybe see a little less perfect shooting in the movie? Oh, the 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 red letter media thing again. Yeah. No, um I uh It's a fucking video game ass movie. Yeah, and I like all care. all the people are like like super good at what they do. Um and why the, it's and why it's didn't a step they save the from red zombie bandana movie? lady? They could they could have They could have saved her. Yes, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yes. She fucking like I thought she was dead and she fought her way out, made it back to them and then died when they could have saved her. I agree. That was frustrating. We were like why don't you just shoot the zombies and save her? She's right there. She's gotten out of like a, a certain death situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she'd earned it at that point. Uh, I thought that was weird, uh, but but no. But we like, got like a, my, we got a nice to, big to answer your thing, Sam. Like I don't because what this movie does uh, in a fun way is it it takes the the core tension of like what so many other zombie movies have of like running low on bullets. Uh, missing shots, you know, like not everyone here is a trained professional and replacing them all with trained professionals they would be landing a lot of headshots like all all these characters would be like doing a great job at killing these zombies and in this circumstance that's what we're here to see. 
I, I've I've seen Dawn uh, the original Dawn of the Dead. I've seen these other great movies like with with that tension beautifully worked up. This is something different. This is a goofy, shitty action movie mm. where they're they're really good at what they do. You know, they're all like fucking Uber menches out here, just like fucking killing zombies left and right. That's even great. Dieter, but even Dieter like popping off headshots. Yeah, like, like I mean, but yeah, the weirdest and, thing is that when they ask who hasn't killed a zombie before, that chicken the bandana chambers raises her hand and she's the one who goes old john wick on those zombies in the like kitchen or hallway or whatever they are but isn't so, she still like a trained professional in some capacity like is she, she's, she's just know. she's just really know anything about she's her. a friend of the youtuber she's a friend she's of guzman of the dead 420 oh well she's played a lot of video games <laughs> sure. Okay, so in yeah, that case, yeah. well, there you go. Sure. Yeah, and sure. that's hilarious that and great. In the prequel series too, I'm sure. Yeah, that doesn't. I don't know. I like this is one of those things where, like, I yeah, think you're thinking, she's, I think she's you're, a gamer. She's, you're she's, you're yeah. thinking you're thinking too much about it. It doesn't matter yeah, how right. they how they got their skills. But these yeah. are the rule. These this is what has been told by the movie itself. Does it just mean nothing at all? Am I supposed to just? Yeah, but she beat time crisis and time crisis too on expert. Oh, did she? Did they say that? No, I was joking. <laughs> I, I, I would believe it. I, 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 <laughs> to answer your question, Eugene, I, I think yes. I think that is. I think you are just supposed to accept whatever the movie tells you. Well, and, and it tells you to just accept it, like with the president bit, where it's like, yeah, I'm just gonna bomb it because it's cool. He's gonna nuke it on like, the like July. The, that, That's the movie setting you up to not take it seriously. No, no, right, that's an also, hour and a half into the movie. Also, you, uh, Matisse, when you said at the premise at the beginning that they were gonna bomb it on July 4th, that's not the initial premise, which also doesn't make sense. They show Tanaka with all these generals. So they clearly, the government also wants to get the head out of there. So why do they move the nuke up? Oh, yeah, that's a that great point. Knowing that it will make it much harder <laughs> for them to get out of Vegas. Sense. You're correct. No, that's, you're, you're right. <laughs> well, like, you're right. And keep on doing, like, I, I started by, like, bringing up things that also didn't make sense with the, with this plot line. Because it doesn't. Cl- I've never claimed that this movie was smart. No, it's dumb as shit. Just that I think it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> but some things are so dumb where I'm like, you just, that just wasn't thought over, like, at all. No, I, mean, I, 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 I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. And and I think that, you know, like, Zack Snyder just has that, that dumb guy energy and, and he's a dumb guy who thinks he's a bro, genius he's got, he's got a bit of bro energy in him I, oh. like even when you oh, look at so it absolutely yeah. yeah and i think a good comparison is this and his dawn of the dead remake right because that was written by james gunn mm-hmm. obviously it has by any standard a little more cleverness to it but it also has more time where it's just sitting with the characters and i think that's probably one of the worst parts of it whereas with this movie the characters are you know by all means a little more flat and one-dimensional but i don't mind that it's like a video game it's your choose a fucking character before you hop into the game and start headshotting yeah it doesn't matter who the character is like you're it's left for dead it doesn't matter which character you pick you know you've got these yeah Oh, sure. Bill's Bill. here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't Yeah, I like Coach if we're talking Left 4 Dead too. But, uh, <laughs> Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. You know, it's it's like their stories are not important. They're just vessels for the action. And I think that there are some, there, there are valid complaints about like at certain times the action not being as on point as others. But like, this is not a movie that I'm ever looking for interesting or well-developed characters. It's just not what I expect out of this kind of movie. And 
I just don't care. As long as they make me laugh, as long as they're fun, you know? And the set pieces and the action. Because here's the thing, right? Like, uh, I've said this before about action movies. What I, what I need out of an action film is to just be carried from set piece to set piece to see cool action happen. Yeah. Like, any additional story is is cool, like, as long as it's done well. But all I need is for, like, the action to be quality. And here it is. The action, the set pieces, like, all of that, top fucking notch. I had a fucking blast with it. Why don't you throw a rating on that? Yeah, it's, I think it's about time. Um, uh, 4.5. Like, I, I have some small complaints, uh, and I think it's like half a star worth of complaints. So, and everything else, I had a, had a grand fucking time for, for as long as the movie is. It's amazing, and uh, I still can't get over I feel that that way about a Zack Snyder movie. Fucking wild. Uh, what, what, a, what a weird fucking parallel universe and time to be alive. Uh, yeah. I'll I'll go next because I think I'm the closest aligned with you, Clave. Mm. Uh, I I agree. I went into this expecting it to be insufferable. I expected to have a really bad time with it. Uh, I have hated just about everything else Zack Snyder has ever made before this. And uh, the two and a half hours flew by. I was delighted by much of this movie. Like I said at the beginning, I think that this is a work of a touristic genius the or 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 savant we we can say because in this case the auteur is a dumb guy uh i i don't know how much of the things i loved about this movie were intentional but it does feel distinctly like a singular vision it feels like Zack snyder was behind the wheel this was his baby he wrote directed produced it's a zombie baby and uh a lot of it is dumb and doesn't make sense but man i had such a fucking fun time with this and uh i i can't believe that i'm giving a Zack snyder film a four and a half out of five but i am i'm with you Clay. hell yes brother <laughs> well i remember a couple years back when we covered the movie underwater where you know yes. Uh, there's a charm to making sort of an amusement park movie Insofar as you're strapped in and along for the ride, the plot is secondary to, you know, keeping the train moving forward from set piece to set piece and from action sequence to action sequence. And I think this movie falls firmly in that camp. I think this movie is fully in Zack Snyder's wheelhouse and really complements the things that Zack Snyder does well. Um, I think this movie is probably the most entertaining of Zack Snyder's movie, and it certainly doesn't feel like two and a half hours, which is a huge benefit. Uh, Like I said at the top, I'm always a sucker for heist-themed movies, and I think that was such an original add to this film, even if, you know, elements of it weren't completely thought out. I didn't mind that, you know, like, again, it's an amusement park ride. I was along for the ride. I was strapped in. And honestly, I had a blast. I am going to give it a four and a half as well. Uh, party. Yeah, yeah no, time for the party poopers. Do it. Do it. Into it right now. Well, I, I think that there is a lot to be taken. A lot of good things that can come from dumb fun. But when... The movie itself it doesn't have that awareness when it is just stupid. That does nothing for me. I feel no joy watching a bunch of 
things happen that are pretty much meaningless. I think if people want to see something, a zombie movie with better set pieces and a much looser tone, something that doesn't take itself seriously, because I think this movie is still trying to take itself seriously. The Batista and stepdaughter story that has care put into it, but it means nothing to me because there's no effort actually being put in. I would say you should watch a movie like Dead Alive before you should watch something like this. And if you want to watch something just straight zombie world building, watch something like Day of the Dead. But I would not recommend this. I think this was a giant waste of time. So I'm going to be giving it a one out of five. Oh. Wow. Jesus Christ. I will Christ. co-sign the, the Dead Alive recommendation. Yeah, Dead Alive That's an and easy Dave five the Dead star. are both fantastic films. Yeah. I can definitely co-sign that. Yeah, so I would actually recommend seeing this movie. I don't think it's a total slog. Uh, I, was, I wouldn't say I was ever bored by it, despite it having pacing issues. I just don't think any of the singular ideas really ever were fully fleshed out or came to fruition. I strongly feel, actually, that the whole heist part of it didn't really amount to anything at all. I really wanted more out of the whole safe-cracking part. I think they, they the only tension they gave it there was the part where Dave Bautista like barged in and was like, you messed me up, there's only one more try, seemingly building it up to this whole sequence where it was going to be incredibly tense, but then cut to like 30 seconds later, and he's like, oh, I'm in, and I just that's kind of how I felt about the whole movie. A lot of build-up just for padding without any real payoff. At the same time, I think it's very technically competent. I didn't like the bokeh, but I thought special effects, action sequences even though I wasn't really thrilled with all every shot being a headshot. But when it comes down to it, for me in action movies, to really get the most enjoyment out of it, I really do kind of need um, engaging characters to grab onto, to feel that tension and to um, really ride the wave. That being said, if you like seeing zombies get shot in the head and basically just John a John Wick zombie movie, I'd say give it a watch. And I'm going to give it a uh, two and a half out of five. All right. Well, Eugene's terrible writing definitely brings our average down, but that's okay. Uh, Honestly, this might be the biggest uh, rating divide of any episode no, ever. That's, that's very, very possible. Yeah. But between the five of us, Army of the Dead will get an average of 3.4 out of five. Um, so I, I know this is a contentious one, and I think that's okay. I can absolutely... Uh, understand oh, yeah. the the sides of the people who think this is a big stinker i disagree uh i think Zack snyder is a uh <laughs> that's what you're talking about before the show is a warrior poet yeah well i i, I think that um yeah, check this one out. It's on Netflix. You might love it. You might hate it. You might fall somewhere in between, uh, but you'll feel something, <laughs> which is all you <laughs> can really ask for in life, isn't it? Next week, we're uh, continuing in a string of new films. It is going to be the Pod Boys' first time back in the theaters since COVID started. We're going to be talking about Spiral from the Book of Saw. The Book of Saw. <laughs> uh, ben and I have spent the last week rewatching the entire Saw franchise. I did not uh, join. What a mess. <laughs> all, all seven of the original series and then Jigsaw. I saw a little bit. Uh, but, what uh, a fucking mess is absolutely right. And I will say that my rewatch of the 
franchise has weirdly both made me more excited for Spiral, but also given me less faith that it will be good. <laughs> yeah, my expectations are lower, but I feel like the Saw series yes. is one of those series where I'll rate the movies low, but also enjoy, kind of enjoy and recommend them. Because I found I found that to be the case for a lot of the um a lot of the ones that we rewatched. So anyway, uh next week, Spiral. Uh Cleveland, who is our sponsor for this week? Yes, that's right. The the the, the new branch on the shelf has has offered its 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 strange grotesque arm out to me. Um, it, it, this is an interesting growth on on the shelf. Uh, it really, really, really does does some interesting things to our format. Uh, here we go. Yeah, the, this week is it, brought to you by what is this? The the weight of eight feet of cold earth above your head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know there there are times where I feel a little bit too much like a warrior poet where I feel just a little too full of myself and that my ideas are all complete genius and um, uh, uh, and, and all, all I envision are, are the aspects of gods. Uh, and, and whenever that happens, I just drink myself a tall glass of the weight of eight feet of cold earth above my head. And, and then I'm, I'm brought right back down to where I am. I'm reminded of my mortality. It's a lovely thing. It's a beautiful experience. And I, I, can, I really can't recommend enough the weight of eight feet of cold earth above your head. So, yeah, try it. Try it today. Fantastic. All right. Well, that'll bring us to the end of this week's episode. If you liked this episode and you like the show, then why don't you go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. And it just has to be a couple words. It doesn't have to be much. You can follow us on Twitter at PodPeoplePod and at Letterboxd.com slash PodPeoplePod. Also, newly announced on the last episode, we Hell have a Patreon yes. now. Uh, so if you want to support the show, you can do so at uh, patreon.com slash podpeoplepod. We've got a couple of different fun tiers for you. And for uh, folks who might not be in a place to support the show financially, that's A-OK. You're not missing out on any content. All of our episodes are still being released for free. The Patreon is just for... Those folks who might like to kick in a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's um, its nothing to Patreon about. That's right. And uh, if you do become a patron, we sure do thank you for it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Some Spooky Snake. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Sheets. And I'm occasionally tweeting for LightArc Studio as we put out content on It's Stairs Back. Join our Discord if you want extra content early. We're always putting out fun little updates for our the good, the good girls and boys. Uh, the good, the good gamer, the good gamers, um, the gamers TM. You have a little more mustache stuff going <laughs> yeah, on. This is go. really um, playing well over audio. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, and then, uh, lastly, uh, <laughs> it's funny. Um, uh, uh, you can also find my work on ArtStation if you search Cleveland Mosier, and I occasionally do uh, do commissions. And uh, you can also find my my work for the Dread X Collection games as well. Go check them out; they're amazing, spooky horror anthology games. Um, I do the key art and QA for them. So yeah, that's it for me. All right, so now the time to turn our spotlights on our guests, Eugene and Sam. Do you have anything that y'all would like to plug? Uh, I actually work for a little social media startup called Display. Uh, we launched three weeks ago. 
um, pretty early days. You can search them up on the Google Play Store or App Store, Display Social. Our whole thing is it's like Instagram or TikTok, but we pay our users 50% uh, of the ad revenue for ads or near content. Cut us nice. a little bit of slack. Hell yeah. Uh, again, it's early days. You can search us up, Display Social. We'd certainly uh, appreciate the support. We're having a live concert series right now. Lil Pump was on uh, actually yesterday, so Gucci Gang, some, uh, hell yeah, yeah, you can catch some nice funny shows on there. Yep, Eugene, you got anything for us? Guzman of the Dead four twenty. <laughs> <laughs> awesome! Uh, well, thank you guys for having us on. It was a blast. Yeah, thank you honor, again, Toronto. I'd be honored to thank uh, you. do it again. Yes, yes, we would love was, to be on another time. This was so much fun, Eugene. As as always, it's great to have you back on the show. Yeah, as Sam, an OG pod god. Yes, um, OG yeah. pod god. <laughs> and Sam, uh, this was great. Thank you for joining us. We'd love to have you back anytime, man. Indeed. Thank you so much to our listeners for uh, sticking around through this whole thing. Tune back next week for our thoughts on Spiral from the Book of Saw. <laughs> uh, and, you know, as always, stay nasty or whatever. 